Uh, here it is Friday, beautiful Friday. Thank God for the weekend. TGIF. You're listening to the Gary Gatehouse radio show coming to you on the GAL Network, Big B Productions, Roku Television, and Radio. Gary Gatehouse, the secret agent man. America's reality. Well, here it is Friday, TGIF. Thanks God it's Friday. I know you folks are chomping at the bit to get out of that workplace, hit the road, jump in your car, and head home, head home to your apartment, wherever you hang your hat. Get ready for the weekend. Suit up. Get your plans all together. Friday night, Saturday night, it's all out there waiting for you. And I know all you folks up north, up in the icebox, up in Canada... All you folks folks in the northern part of the United States, well, I suspect most of you've got cabin fever by this time of year. It's been a rough winter up there. A lot of ice cold weather, a lot of snow. I have a brother that lives up in Missouri, and he is is chomping at the bit to get outdoors. He lives up in the northwest corner, and he says, Gary, man, it is cold up here. As they like to say at Missouri, it's colder than a well digger's ass. My God, that's pretty cold. But you know, ladies and gentlemen, something else that's pretty cold is the Republican Party. That's right. The Republican Party and the rhinos within the Republican Party, the ultra-liberal rhinos of the Republican Party, swamp creatures all, stepped on, stabbed, President Trump in the back, siding with the Communist Democrat Party, the likes of Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Denny Hoyer, or Stenny Hoyer, whatever the hell you want to call that pervert, and Dick Turbin, and the rest of that bunch up there, those commies, AOC, all of them. The Democrats had some friends. They're from the other side of the aisle. Rhinos extended their hand and said, we're going to vote with you, commies. We're going to vote with you to pass that resolution that say it's not right for President Trump to obtain that money declaring an emergency to build the wall. We're just not going to let him do it. All along, for the last two years, leading up to the November election, The Republican Party was in charge of the House, the Senate, and the White House. For two years, they had many opportunities to pass legislation to award President Trump the money needed to protect the American people, to protect us from all of those illegal aliens No, not illegal undocumented people. Not undocumented immigrants. Illegal aliens. That thumb their nose at us, give us the finger, and say we're coming and we don't give a rat's ass about you, your policies, your border patrol, your laws. We don't give a damn. Because you see, we have friends in high places. We got friends on both sides of your Congress. We've got what you call rhinos that are going to stand with us. You've got the Communist Democrat Party 
the leadership, rank and file, who are going to stand with us, us illegal aliens, so you people who want to close the border can go stick it up your ass. That's exactly what the illegal aliens are saying to us each and every day as they waltz across our border and head north, maybe to your town or your borough they'll be visiting, setting up shop and doing what they do best, living off the American people. Now I have uh, some inside insight on a particular town in the Midwest, a sleepy little agriculture town of about 70,000 people. A few years ago, a few years ago in this little town, which by the way had little to no crime to speak of, maybe a stolen car or, or something thereabouts, but no murders, no stabbings, no robberies, things of that nature. They were the example, they were the epitome of a town that most people would love to live in. A town that has all the amenities. They have the drive-in restaurants, they have the movie theaters, but they have Midwestern, well-brought-up people who abide by the law. Until a few years ago, that was the case. Then the city fathers, and oh, by the way, let me mention this. This city or town, if you want to call it either one, a population of about 68 to 70,000, their city fathers, except for one time in the history of this town or city, has had nothing but Democrats in charge. One time they had a Republican mayor. The rest of the time it has been Democrats. But these folks, most died in the world Democrats, got along, and their city got along. But not anymore. The city fathers here recently, like I said, in the last couple of years, have decided or decided to bring in a meat packing and processing plant, a pork plant. And they did so. They invited the company in. And the city fathers bent over backwards to recruit people from as far away as California to come and work in this meatpacking and processing plant. Promising all along that the people of this town would have first dibs, if you will, on the jobs that would be available. Above average wages, they said. And the city father said, all we got to do is give these people, this company, carte blanche when it comes to income tax, property tax, etc., to entice them here. And then once they are here in our beloved town, our city, well, we'll have it made. So the city bought into it. They thought it was going to be a nice place where people could go to work earn a halfway decent living, and still live within their means in this town, city, uh, up in the, the Midwest. And things didn't work out that way, ladies and gentlemen. The city fathers, like I said, bent over backwards to recruit people from as far away as California, from Nebraska and outlying states, and brought them, imported them, brought them in to this town to work in the meatpacking plant. But here's the kicker. 
the people they brought in, many are illegal aliens living in this town, working every day in this meatpacking processing plant, getting away literally with murder. Since this plant opened up and these people were brought, recruited to work there, crime is off the board. Beatings, robberies, rapes, car thefts, stabbings, house break-ins. And these people are getting away with committing these crimes. They're not processed. They're not being taken to task. They're not being arrested by the city police force. This is from information that I have received almost on a daily basis. These people, these illegals, these lowlifes that work in this plant even go as far as to threaten local people who live, have been raised in this uh, city or town that want to work there. These people are being threatened. No, you're not going to work here. We won't let you. Or they make things really hard for them to the point where they leave. Ladies and gentlemen of America, this is an example of what the Communist Democrat Party modern day will do to a city or town. They will destroy it. This ask Durban, Michigan. This ask Detroit. This ask Los Angeles. This San Francisco, Oakland, on and on and on. Washington, D.C. The Democrats literally destroy whatever they touch, whatever they plan to do. They destroy everything in front of them, behind them, beside them. They don't give a damn. This town, this city, is reeling from the crime wave. They don't know what to do. Their city... Fathers are sitting on their thumbs. Their police force does little to nothing. I've been told that the people that live there, the people that have lived there and been raised there, consider this town, this small Midwest town, in the heart of America, they consider it a sanctuary city, ladies and gentlemen. A sanctuary city. And in yes, it does have MS-13 gang members. Why do you think of that? Would you want something like that to happen to your town? The possibilities exist. It will sooner or later. With the likes of Pelosi, the Rhinos, and the Republican Party, and those individuals that are working tirelessly for open borders, working tirelessly for more sanctuary cities, working tirelessly to do away with our immigration laws, the Border Patrol and ICE, they, the people on the left and the rhinos on the right, they don't want any part of anything that is connected to our Constitution. They want to do away with it. They are owned and operated by the WTO, the World Trade Organization. They're owned and operated by the One World Order, globalist, big-time corporations who could give a rat's behind about you or I, our children, our brothers, sisters, aunts and uncles, moms and dads, grandmothers and grandfathers, veterans, etc. They could care freaking less. I'm your host, Gary Gatehouse, and we'll be back after a few 
Short messages. Stand by. If you don't clean up your room, the Board of Health is going to condemn it. The Board of Health doesn't even know about your room. What's more, they don't care. You know, if you keep making that face, it's going to freeze that way. Not unless you're someplace really, really cold. Actually, a lot of the warnings moms hand out are a bit exaggerated. If you don't get your blood pressure checked, you could have high blood pressure, not even know it, and you could die from a stroke. But she's right about that one. Fact is, high blood pressure contributes to 200,000 American deaths each year. And a third of those who have high blood pressure don't know it. If they did, it'd be simple to treat. Call the American Heart Association at 1-800-AHA-USA-1 or visit AmericanHeart.org on the web to learn more. Better still, ask your doctor to check your blood pressure. If you run with those scissors... It's the least you can do. 80. 30. 50. Every mile brings us closer. 25. Every mile in a city near you. 75. Help us stop diabetes. 100. Join the Tour de Cure. 60. Register to ride. 36. Or sponsor a rider. 50. Call 1-888-DIABETES or visit us online at diabetes.org forward slash tour. How many miles will you ride? 25. You are listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show. Uh, that's right, darling. The Gary Gatehouse Radio Show, America's Reality Check. Coming to you on the GAL Network, South Texas. You know, Patriots, i got to ask you the question. Just when will that tipping point come? Is it here now? Or is it on the verge of showing up? When is the tipping point going to materialize? When us folks, us real patriots, say that's it, that's enough. We're sick and tired of this. Have you got to that point yet? Have you got to the point where you turn TV on, you turn the news on, and you hear the same damn crap hour after hour, all the way through the news day, repeated from one show to the next, from the Hannity show to the Ingram show, the Tucker show, etc. It's all the same crap, the same drum being beaten. You know, folks, there has to come a time in America where we the people, we the people who have enough gray matter between our ears, there has to come a time when we stand up and say, this is it, no more. I'm tired of Washington lying to me. I'm tired of this same crap being beat every day on the... You can beat the same damn horse every damn day of the week on mainstream media with no results but finger-pointing and nothing but spinning lies into truth and truth into lies is all we are spoon-fed every damn day. Now, I don't know about you, but I can hardly, I can hardly set through a whole Hannity show. I can hardly set through an hour of Fox News. 
I had no recourse because there's no other place to go to at least get some semblance of the truth. No other news media outlet speaks the truth. It's all the same. Destroy Trump. Stand with the communist Democrats. Speak from their talking points that are facts to them every damn day. And Fox is getting just as bad. Just as bad. Now my wife and I, we get up in the morning and we shuffle around and we get our coffee and we go into the TV room and we sit down and turn on the big screen and we turn on Fox and Friends. And we sat there and watched those goofballs try to act cute and try to act nice. They're, they're good people. I can't deny that. But all this crap of cooking and all this other crap that they parade across the screen, I would rather see one hour, one hour of good reported news on what transpired overnight. What happened while I was sleeping? What happened while the nation was asleep? Give me the news on that. On that. I don't want to hear about Joe Blow and his wife cooking uh, a new way of cooking noodles or pasta or whatever. I don't want that. I can go to the Food Channel and see that. I want some news. Straightforward news. No frills, no trimming. Just the news. Just where I can sit down and be filled in on what transpired, like I said, overnight. Sure, I have a, a way of getting rid of that. I can turn them off, and I do. I get sick of it. Now, my better half, she likes that stuff. So she continues to watch it for an hour or two. I can't stand it. I just can't stand it. And I sit down and I try to make my mind up when Hannity comes on. I'm going to sit there. And I'm going to listen to what Hannity says. The, he says the same thing every night. Over and over and over and over again. The same monologue. The same worn out crap every night. Then he brings on people like Uraldo. And then I absolutely turn the channel. I can't stand that reprobate. Can't stand him. Now, am I alone? How many people out there want news? And they don't want that news on the channel 24-7. I'm going to go back a little bit in time. I remember a time when the news came on in the morning. Local news. Local news. What's going on in the region? That was the morning news, period. Noon news. It came on at noon. Same thing. Regional city news. National news, 5 p.m. It lasted one hour and off the air it went. There was no more news unless of a national or international crisis or the president was making a speech. News was three times a day. That was it. It was news. It wasn't entertainment. That's what it is today. 
It's entertainment disguised as the news. It's lies disguised as the news. It's propaganda, misinformation, and disinformation disguised as the news. We are being bombarded with news. If you're on the social medias, what do you get? You get news thrown at you all the time. We are the most well-informed, supposedly, people that have ever walked the earth about things that, have, that are and have and will happen in our neighborhoods, in our cities and towns, in our country, and the world. None of us should plead ignorance on any issue. We have the news, or what the people call the news, available to us. And it's becoming passe. It's coming out, becoming old hat. People are being worn out by it. They're sick and tired of hearing what Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and Steny Hoyer and Dick Turbin and all those damn guys and gals up in the swamp. All those politicians are sick and tired of hearing what they've got to say. I don't want to hear what they got to say because they're not really saying anything. It's this hot air blowing smoke lies. Now, this is a rant. Yes, it is. And I'm sure most of you folks out there, I'm sure most of you feel the same way as I do. We still have one recourse, and that is we can turn them off. But as soon as you turn that television on looking for something to see and watch, there they are again. They never go away. Never go away. I've come to the point now where I watch Fox and Friends, like I said, just enough to get an insight on what's happening. And I, I walk out of the room. I go somewhere else in the house. I can't stand it. I go work on the computer, work on my show or something. Can't stand it. If I want real news, I go to World Net Daily and read it. I go to Drudge Report where I can pick what I want to read and be informed about. And I go to Grassroots Radio and Television where news is discussed down at the level that you and I exist. People who want to know the truth. I'm sorry for uh, kind of going off, but that's how I feel. And like I said, I think there's many of you out there that feel the same damn way. You are listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show. Gary will be back after the Fox 5-Minute News break. This is a Fox News alert. The president's first veto on Lisa Brady just issued moments ago, striking down the resolution that won final approval yesterday in the Senate to strike down his national emergency declaration for border wall funding. Twelve Republican senators voted against this in a stunning rebuke not to the president's border wall because most, if not all of those senators support him on the border security, but just on the president circumventing the congressional appropriations process. But the president giving uh, attaboys and girls to the senators for 41 of which who stuck with him
him through this, tweeting out this afternoon, I'd like to thank all of the great Republican senators who bravely voted for strong border security and the wall. This will help stop crime, human trafficking, and drugs entering our country. Watch when you get back to your state. They will love you more than ever before. Fox's John Roberts at the White House. The House already has a veto override vote scheduled later this month, but doesn't have enough support to do it. No Senate vote is planned. Before the veto, the president spoke to the New Zealand prime minister, offering any assistance needed after yesterday's deadly mosque attack. 49 people killed, dozens more wounded during Friday prayers at two mosques in the city of Christchurch. Police say one of three suspects in custody live-streamed the start of the attack and posted a manifesto. The gunman makes his motivation very clear, intimidating, repelling, and killing what he repeatedly calls Muslim invaders. He says mass immigration is a threat to civilization, and at one point he poses the question to himself, are you a supporter of President Trump. His answer, quote, as a symbol of renewed white identity and common purpose, sure. As a policymaker and leader, dear God, no. Fox's Jonathan Hunt. President Trump has condemned the mosque attack as an act of terror. On Wall Street, a rally, the Dow up 137 at the closing bell. This is Fox News. An early morning ceasefire appears to be holding between Israel and Hamas. After two rockets were fired last night from Gaza towards Israel's largest city, the Israeli military bombed 100 targets all over the Gaza Strip. Israeli fighter planes and attack helicopters fired missiles at targets mostly associated with Hamas, the group in control of Gaza. Four Palestinians were injured in the strikes, according to the Palestinian Health Ministry. In response, a series of rockets were fired into southern Israel. Most were intercepted by Israel's missile defense system, the Iron Dome. Egyptian negotiators worked all night, according to factions inside Gaza, to broker a ceasefire between the two sides. And for now, there is calm in the region. Fox's Trey Yinkst in Jerusalem. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu facing criticism from some in his own cabinet, not satisfied with his response. A Florida man accused of sending multiple pipe bombs to prominent critics of President Trump is now expected to plead guilty next week. A notice entered in court documents for Cesar Sayoc shows a plea hearing set for next Thursday in New York. He could face life in prison if convicted at trial, which had been set for July. A court fight between the Florida governor and the former county sheriff who's suing him in connection with last year's school shooting. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is asking a judge to toss out a lawsuit against him from now former Broward County Sheriff Scott Israel, who DeSantis suspended and replaced over department policy supposedly giving deputies a choice whether or not to engage an active shooter. The on-scene school deputy in Parkland was seen on video not entering the school building. The former sheriff says DeSantis had no right to remove him, an elected official, from office. Israel also has the right to appeal the suspension to the state legislature. In Miami, Eben Brown, Fox News. Again, stocks finish higher. The Dow up 139 at the close, topping 25,800. And Lisa Brady, this is Fox News. Yeah, I think I'm going to try me some Chinese food tonight. Hello, welcome to Long Wave Kitchen. I take your order, please. I highly recommend the combo number five. Oh, nice. Yeah. Combo one, two, three, four, five. Everybody love a Chinese female fry from the Chinese restaurant around the corner. So you say you want some wonton soup, I bring your order. Roast duck is a special all this week. We fry a deep sea because our duck is cheap. You're like egg for young, dice. Chow, and we are serving dim sum, all of it yum yum. 
So what can I get you really big? All that pork, we got the chopsticks, but please use our fork. Everything is fried, is for good, like a dumpling. So just give us a ring. A little beef and broccoli, you got to try. A little mixed vegetable and white rice. A little sweet and sour is all you need. A little bit of salt and all MSG. A little bit of general toast chicken. A little bit of romaine, I can't stand. A little bit of Sichuan or Hunan. A little bit of Mugugai Pao. Oh man, try that Kung Pao. And light up! Oh! Try on dock! There you go, folks. Go to a Chinese restaurant tonight. Sit down! Have you a big old bowl of fried rice? Maybe a side order of uh, chow mein, whatever? Get down Chinese tonight, Friday night, at your local Chinese restaurant. No cats allowed. You know, ladies and gentlemen of America, being it's Friday, I'm going to play a song. That's right. It's Friday, damn it. We've got to have a little music. Just got to have it. Stand by. That's my son, vocal and lead guitar, rip it!
Yeah, that's my son Kyle. Uh, he plays one hell of a mean lead guitar. He also plays bass, plays the drums, and lead singer. Quite a talent. Had a few good bands up in Maryland. He's got one put together and is going to be debuting pretty soon down here in South Texas. Got the boys all together and... Uh, as a matter of fact, Gary Gatehouse is building a studio for both his band and future bands that we're going to be streaming on Roku Television Big V Productions. That'll be coming up in the near future, along with the Gary Gatehouse radio show. Streaming live, that's right, streaming live. And we're going to be doing all this before the summer gets here. So we got a lot of work to do. We're just about three-quarters of the way done with the recording studio, the video studio. Once that's done, we're going to kick our ass into high gear. And we're going to get the Gary Gatehouse Radio Secret Agent Man, America's Reality Check, back on the air streaming. And we're going to be doing a video show. We're going to be doing a Battle of the Bands rock and roll, country, western, you name it show on Roku Television. It's all coming. It's been in the plans for over a year. And it's now just about ready to make the scene, man, if you know what I mean. We're all excited around here. We're doing it with our own money. We're doing it with our own time, and we are doing it with the abilities that we have, and we're enjoying it, and we're going to bring all this entertainment to you folks out there before the summer ends. It's going to be a great time. I hope to even move the show, in some instances, down on the beach on Padre Island, Corpus Christi, and maybe make a few road trips like I did in the past up into the Midwest and out West. I had a blast when I did that. That's been over 10 years ago now, and I'm itching to get back on the road and do that again. It's all in the planning stages, but the studio is just about ready to turn the key, open the door, plug in the coaxial cables, fire up the guitars, fire up the video cams, fire up the microphones, clear our voices, and get with the program. We'll be right back. I'm 54 years old, mother of three. For years, I've experienced shortness of breath. It was holding me back, making it hard to do some of the things that were important to me and my kids. Then I heard about something called COPD. It's a serious lung disease that as time goes by, makes it hard to breathe. And COPD is the fourth leading cause of death. That got my attention. So I talked to my doctor and took the simple breathing test. I found out I have it. I have COPD. But now that I know, I'm taking steps to make my breathing easier again. And I'm getting back to doing more things with my family, doing things I want to do. If you have shortness of breath, talk to your doctor about COPD and get a simple breathing test. Learn more. Breathe better. Go to www.learnaboutcopd.org. A message from the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute of the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Yep, it happened to me. I was in a crash. I was talking on my cell phone. Then, it happened. I was in a crash. I was like, 
texting my friend. Then it happens. It happens. I was in a crash. I was putting on my makeup. Then it happened. Reaching for my coffee. I was just reaching. Then. Then it happened. Distracted driving is deadly driving. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. That's right. You're on the right spot on the dial, right spot on the internet. You're listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show, broadcasting Monday through Friday on Freedom in America Radio. Hello, welcome back. This is the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show, Friday edition. I hope you all are having a fantastic day out there. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I have talked in length for years now about illegal aliens in our country. It seems that Congress doesn't give a damn about the American people. It seems that the Congress, both sides of the aisle, would would rather side with those that are breaking into our country illegally. Not too long ago, a Mexican illegal and a gang member with long criminal history stabbed and beat a mother to death in California as police slam sanctuary cities that protected him from ICE. That's right, they protected him from being arrested. Carlos Carranza, 24, was arrested for the murder of Bambi Larson, 59 years old, in San Jose, California. Cops say that Carranza stalked the mother before beating and stabbing her to death. Ms. Larson's bloody body was discovered at home by her son. February 28th of this year. Police say Carranza had a long criminal history and ICE nine times during previous previous arrest to interview him but was ignored by California County officials. This guy, an illegal alien with a, le- with a lengthy finally been charged with beating and stabbing a mother to death inside her home in California. Carlos Erado Carzania or Carenza, 24, was arrested Monday for the murder, like I said, of 59-year-old Bambi Larson. She was stabbed repeatedly by this guy. Police say this illegal, who had no address, and as a known gang member, stalked Ms. Larson through her neighborhood before breaking into her home and attacking her. San Jose Police Chief Eddie Garcia also revealed Carzania's lengthy criminal record, which began way back in 2013 when he was arrested for crossing the border illegally in Texas, my home state, and deported back to Mexico. That was followed by 10 more arrests, at least three convictions for offenses ranging from drug possession to battery, false imprisonment, and burglary. When he was arrested for Larson's murder, Carranza was was on probation for possession of methamphetamines, paraphernalia, false imprisonment, and burglary. Garcia also revealed that ICE had applied nine times 
or a detainer on Karzana, a move which allowed suspects to be held longer than their prison term so the immigration status could be investigated by federal officials. All nine requests had been ignored by county officials. ICE Field Director Eric Bonner said Carranza to be freed so again he could offend again. Nine times, ladies and gentlemen. And it finally boiled down to him stalking this poor woman and stabbing her to in her home. Her son found her stabbed to death by an illegal alien. And those SOBs up in the swamp, up in Washington, D.C., the Nancy Pelosi's, the Chuck Schumer's, the Rhinos, they do not want our borders protected. Whether allow people like this pervert, this murderer, come across the border when they felt like it and stab people, kill people, steal people, and the American people. That's where we are for representation. Nada. But the ladies and gentlemen, there are Americans in this country today that see nothing wrong, nothing wrong with individuals from south of the border, coming into our country, living in our towns and cities, and killing people with a car, DUI, with a knife, a gun, MS-18, killing people with drugs. Over 300 people a day are dying in America from drugs that are brought across the border from south of the border. And our Congress says there is no crisis. There's no problem. Now you folks out there that have youngins, you folks out there that have siblings, brothers and sisters, all you folks out there that have good friends, what would you say today if someone called you on the phone and said your best friend, your sister, your mom, your dad, your brother, your uncle was just stabbed, shot, killed, murdered by an illegal alien that was stalking them, broke into their house, and killed them, and left them laying on the floor, bleeding to death. What would you say? What would you say to Congress? What would you tell Congress? What would you want Congress to do? Now, in this show, over, I know at least the last eight, nine years, I have repeatedly told stories like this, repeatedly brought news to you, the listener and the watcher, about illegal aliens breaking into our country, committing crimes against we the people, and getting away with it, and living in places such sanctuary cities as Los Angeles, San Francisco, you know the drill, protected by state law, Sanctuary rogue states is what they are. And our government is doing nothing about it. Furthermore, they would rather see it continue. They give a rat's ass about you and I. That's the bottom line. As sad as it is, that is where we are today in America. America has no friends in Congress. American people have no friends in state government. For the most part, they've all turned their backs on us. They've told us to go to hell.
they, they would rather stand with and use our tax dollars to support illegal aliens in our country, pay for their health care, their education, their housing, and they, they could care less. I'm talking about Congress. That money goes to these illegals, but the Congress, they could care less. It's not coming out of their pocket. It's coming out of your and I pocket. It's going to support the very people that have no respect for our laws, our country, you and I. And you can put Congress in the same damn boat. We'll be right back after a few messages and Freedom's Call. Stand by. The SPLC is caught with its hand in the money jar. Hi, I'm Matt Staver with Freedom's Call. An investigative journalist exposed the Southern Poverty Law Center for transferring millions of dollars to offshore accounts. Tax records show that the group has financial interest in the Cayman Islands, Bermuda, and the British Virgin Islands. The group has more than $300 million in assets and paid more than $700,000 to two top officers. The group has 75 lawyers and only 24 active cases, but claimed $61,000 only in legal fees on their tax returns, according to the Washington Free Beacon. That is less than $1,000 a year per lawyer. It's not illegal to transfer millions of dollars to an offshore account, but it's certainly questionable that an organization whose name claims to help poverty in the South is hoarding money and shipping it overseas. Learn more about the Southern Poverty Law Center at Liberty Council's website, lc.org. Hi, I'm Paulette Carlson. Veterans Against Drugs is a united effort working with the Vietnam Veterans of America and local anti-drug programs, the clergy, law enforcement, and educators to find ways to reduce the effects of drugs and violence on our youth. Remember the word D-R-U-G-S. Don't ruin useful gifts stupidly. America is depending on its youth for the future and depending on you to support Veterans Against Drugs. Please contact us at bva.org. Hi. I'm Matt Fitzgibbons from PatriotMusic.com. Since 2005, I've been writing award-winning rock that celebrates America's founding principles and the men and women who defend them. If you agree that the simple but timeless ideas in the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights offer the solutions to our problems today, and you like good music, come on over to PatriotMusic.com. You're listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Talk Show, USA. Well, that's another wrap. It's Friday, and I gotta get geared up. I gotta get out of here. Gotta ice down, ice down that beer. Get the barbecue going. Uh, got some folks coming over. We're gonna tell a few stories, tell a few lies, have a few brewskis, and maybe a steak or two. After all, it's the weekend. Hope you folks have a fantastic weekend. Hope you have a safe weekend. Say a prayer for our country. Say a prayer for our president. He is taking on the whole world, ladies and gentlemen. He needs our backing. He needs us more than ever. Say a prayer for him and his family. They have laid it all on the line for us. Until Monday, this is your host, Gary Gatehouse, America's Reality Check, the Secret Agent Man. Good day. Yeah.